and welcome to our 15th episode of All Out Brawl, your weekly dose of brawl content brought to you by two weirdos who actually love the format. I am Chris. I'm Sam. And what are we going to talk about this week, Sam? Well, this week, uh, we're struggling a little bit because we are in the (laughs) slow period. Um, As as listeners know... uh, brawl uses the standard format and we're not getting any new standard blocks until october um, when we get the guilds of ravnica so this week um kind of inspired by things that are happening outside of the world of brawl in you know kind of the same way our last couple episodes have been um chris you thought of an idea kind of along you know the lines of getting a c18 pre-con and then building it into a commander deck um we were thinking maybe we could do something like that with brawl so yeah i was kind of inspired by this weekend we played a lot of commander with the new c18 decks and i was just like there's not a product like that for brawl and there probably won't be anytime soon because wizards isn't really supporting the format that well so well okay you say that but there (laughs) is so there is kind of like i mean so i'm happy to be schooled yeah i mean in in the same way that you know i mean I guess kind of in the same vein of the Commander 18 pre-cons, especially this year, um, Wizards does make a standard legal 60-card deck that you can get, you can buy for a cheap cost and then upgrade also pretty cheaply. That is standard legal, and you know, you'll have to exchange some of the cards, but it is they do make the Planeswalker decks, yeah. um, which have a lot of similarities to the c18 decks maybe you know planeswalkers as you do get a foil card that you can use as your brawler so yeah and also you know it might not have the strongest cards in it but that's okay um because we're as since we're playing brawl and we're limited to standard um we won't actually have to spend as much money to upgrade a deck like this rather than you know the commander 18 product where we might have to spend a bit of money so um, you thought of this idea, and so we looked at the Vivian of the Arcbow deck, which is the mono green Planeswalker deck from M19. Um, and um, we have a note here: Planeswalker decks generally run, you know, about two of most cards. Some have a random you have like a random four of a certain card, um, but then a bunch of one ofs because you know they give you only one rare, or they only give you one of that uncommon, or whatever. So. Um, it actually means that turning it into a brawl deck, a decent brawl deck at that, isn't too much work because especially you're getting some of the rares that you would want to get and you're getting, you know, a couple of the commons and uncommons that you'd want to. So, and I mean, <clears throat> we're just making suggestions towards what you could do to improve these decks, like what to cut, what to add potentially fitting within like a really low budget. But you're also in these um, Planeswalker decks, I think you get a booster pack or two of the set. Yeah, I think so. Or at least they, you have in the past. Um, I think for M19, they might have gone from two boosters down to one, which is why it's cheaper. But um, at the same time, like looking at, especially for M19, these monocolored decks are actually like a really great place to start, especially if you want to build a monocolored Brawl deck. Um, and yeah. just one idea I had, it's not legal technically for Brawl, but if you and a friend each wanted to buy you like your favorite color for these um decks you could totally like take vivian out treat her as your commander and then play a game of brawl even though you have like some two ofs in the deck like it's still essentially play the same you couldn't call it brawl per se but you can have the same feel 
yeah. and then like upgrade the deck from there. That's true. Yeah, if you just want to do an out of the box kind of thing. Um, yeah, and especially because I'm guessing these Planeswalker decks are probably similarly matched in terms of power. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, like you're saying, you also get a pack, so it's not too hard to just throw in a couple new cards. But I'm sure you might get something worth playing. Yeah. Um, but so, especially another thing about these M19 decks is there are a lot of strong monocolored cards, um, especially, I guess, in standard right now, but especially M19, because in core sets, they try to push, you know, monocolored strategies, but also Dominaria has some pretty strong ones, too, um, that aren't really all that expensive. Um, so, uh, you know, you have some notes here for, like, maybe Legendary Sorceries or the big creatures that aren't played in competitive standard, like Gigantosaurus, um, or, you know, just fun niche cards, like Transmogrifying Wand, which is, you know, not super great, but for Brawl, where you have maybe limited amount of colors, you're in green, like we are today, and you don't have the ability to blow up creatures all that easily, um, it makes it it works it does the job so um yeah so essentially we we kind of just we're, we're coming up with this idea that like we kind of just picked up this vivian of the arcbow planeswalker deck um and so we're just looking through the bulk bin or you know a couple of the less more, less expensive rares to kind of just push it over the line to make it into a decently powerful brawl deck um so if you want to turn it into a brawl deck right out of the box I think um, you're going to have to change about 14 cards. So that's just going from a standard deck down to a singleton brawl deck. You have to take out 14 cards that are duplicates. Um, and then that's kind of where you start to fill in your um, list with like some maybe better cards for the deck. And then you can start to maybe push up to 15, 16 if you want to pull out some of the weaker performers. Yeah. Which um, is pretty good if you average around 50 cents a card you're looking at maybe seven dollars to add um cards to the deck and make it a good brawl deck yeah and also on top of that like we we've talked about deck building in the past but one of the hardest things maybe to do when you're building a deck is to make cuts and the nice thing about this is we have to take those 14 cards out anyway so it's more of like a bonus like you know oh i i don't have to like strive to figure out what to take out i already have like a list of cards that i just can just like dump immediately so that's kind of mm-hmm. nice and one other thing we really wanted to do with this idea was to make this um podcast episode and any ones we do after this about these decks like have lasting power is all the additions we're adding will not rotate um with the coming uh, yeah. Guilds of Ravnica. Yeah, so essentially all of our cards are Ixalan onwards. Um, and honestly, like, in looking at the additions we made, like, we have a couple Ixalan and Rivals cards, but honestly, it's mostly Dominaria yeah, and 19. So. The only thing we really lose for, uh, by not including Kaladesh um, is the stuff that really synergizes with plus one, plus one counters, like Armorcraft. Well, let, let's things. before we before we jump into that too much. Let's just talk about oh, Vivian of the right. Arcbow and yep. what the deck wants to do. <laughs> yeah, that'll, so, make, that'll make it what I just said make more sense. Yeah, so the card obviously the the Planeswalker deck Planeswalker is Vivian of the Arcbow. She costs six, four, and two green for a legendary Planeswalker Vivian um, with five starting loyalty. So pretty standard rate for a Planeswalker deck Planeswalker. Um, but but she has plus two. Put two plus one plus one counters on up to one target creature. Minus three, target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target creature you don't control. Minus nine, creatures you control get plus four, plus four, and gain trample until end of turn. 
So she's gonna the turn you play her, she's gonna get up to seven loyalty unless you use her um, yeah. removal ability, which is actually really good for a green deck, and it's yeah. repeatable in your this planeswalker, which is a pretty neat idea. Like you're putting probably plus her the turn you play her to make one of your creatures bigger, maybe make it a better blocker slash attacker, and then her minus three. Um, it's not even a fight. The creature just deals damage, right. so it's kind of like that rabid bite effect where yeah. your your creature's not in jeopardy of dying. So yeah, easily. good point. Sorry, uh, when I said fight, I meant more of the pseudo rabid bite fight. But you're right because it, it's not an actual fight. It's a it's a one sided fight, which is much better. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that minus nine, the ultimate, obviously is just more. Essentially, it's a it's a overwhelming stampede. Um, but a little bit better because it's plus four plus four and trample and slender turn. Uh, so I think you mean overrun because overwhelming stampede. Gives, oh, is the really yeah. yeah. So yeah. I meant overrun. They're yeah. all the same thing at the end of the day. Um, yeah, but just pumping green likes to pump creatures on mass and give them trample as like a finisher, and this does yeah. that. So yeah, and like you were saying, um, first turn down she goes up to seven. Second turn she'll go up to nine if nobody deals any damage to her, um, and then the turn after that so essentially you're looking at three turns away you can get her up to her ultimate and like do it so that's pretty powerful especially for a six drop um so that's i don't know turn eight um that you're looking at trying to ultimate so um you were saying so like like as we went through this um so obviously the first ability says we want to put plus one plus one counter on creatures so we want to make our creatures bigger um and then the second one the minus three is that pseudo fight so again the idea is our removal mostly is probably going to be fight effects um that you know we use our big creatures to eat up other people's creatures um and then of course that minus nine is an overrun so we want to go wide and have a big board Mm-hmm. and i think those are all things green is looking to do anyway so yep she works really well as a green um brawler and she seems very versatile as well and i'm kind of like this card seems decent because i feel like decks like in commander that have ronis maybe as the lead would want to play this deck because it's a repeatable um (laughs) effect that that like imagine giving that minus three making a creature with death touch deal damage to something that's really good so this card i don't think this card is all that bad either i think it's a pretty decent card no i think it is too looking at it now i'm like well this is not bad. Um, but so let's talk about the deck and the things. So uh, first of all, like you're saying, there's 14 cards that we have to take out for it to be a legal brawl deck. Um, so mostly those are creatures, a couple sorceries and instants. Um, but so what are we looking at when we're um, trying to add things into the deck? So I think one of the things we want to add is more ramp. So our um, brawler costs six mana. Um, casting that on curve would feel bad, so you kind of want to be dropping some mana dorks early. Um, well, we're definitely looking for mana dorks. We're not looking for artifact ramp because we want our creatures to later be like game threats when we give them that those counters or that overrun effect. So we're looking for um, more effects like Druid of the Cal, which is already in the deck, but things like that that are creatures that <clears throat> somehow give you mana advantage. We're also looking for some big creatures that we want to ramp into the deck is already kind of doing that with cards in it like palaka warm and aggressive mammoth which we'll talk about more in a second which is just a really good card and then we're also looking for um kind of filling in some of the holes the deck has which are 
card draw, card advantage, more mass pumps, like ways to incentivize you attacking. So, okay, yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? I guess I figure. So some of the I wanted to talk about some of the pretty cool cards in this deck just right off the bat. Um, we have Palaka Worm, which is a rare that's actually in um the 2019 set you want to just quickly explain what that card does sure yeah so palaka worm um is a seven mana so it's four and three green for a creature worm that is rare from m19 um it's a seven seven with trample when it enters the battlefield you gain seven life when it dies you draw a card so you know pretty much the epitome of a green thing seven seven trampler for seven that gains life and also draws a card when it dies um pretty good just a good card in general yeah and then we have this aggressive mammoth which is exclusive to this deck as well as the um what was that event we went to called where we played with uh, people game day yeah game day no maybe i don't know no open house, open house. yeah it's a really really good green card i think and i think even like decks that aren't this deck are going to want that card so getting this deck gets you this card already and it is a six mana eight eight elephant with trample that gives other creatures you control trample so it's well costed it has a great ability that green wants so this card is really good so yeah i was gonna say one of the things when you look at this deck um well and i guess just at green standard in general um at least both both you and I have mono green brawl decks, um, and at least I I would say that one of the things I run into a lot is that especially since mono greens win con like the strategy for winning is to swing, um, and a lot of the time mo- there's a lot of like clog in the board, and it's hard for green to like wipe the board. Um, trample is invaluable. And a lot of the bigger creatures, for some reason, in standard right now, like a lot of big green creatures, don't have trample. Like Gigantosaurus mm-hmm. doesn't have trample. The um, kicker, the the kicker beast, one of the kicker beasts from Dominaria doesn't have trample. Um, it's just one of those things where it seems like they've made a lot of cards that are like huge, but unfortunately don't have trample and running something like aggressive mammoth just turns all of your huge board that's already huge that didn't have trample into like effectively an overrun like half of overrun is getting giving all your stuff trample so that way you can swing in and make sure you deal damage to the player so yeah i mean this this stands up there with in a format without like um nylia this is a really good card for green mm-hmm. um so there's a few other um pl- like the cards that were only released in this product, like I think Scala Wolf is one of them. Vivian's Jaguar is another one. And they're just, they're, they're definitely interesting cards. They're, um, oh, they're okay for green. Uh, I don't think they're that important that we have to get into what they do. You can, um, we're going to have deck lists up on tapped out. So if you want to see some of the details of these cards, we don't go into depth on, um, you can look there. Yeah. I mean, effectively there are cards that are good they're, they're cards they're cards that are specific to the planeswalker deck um that essentially get better if you have vivian and like these ones actually aren't i was surprised well vivian's jaguar does um, yes vivian's but, jaguar does but the scala yeah, wolf doesn't scala wolf i guess we're gonna actually i i would like to just get into it a little bit because okay. um in the past the planeswalker decks have had cards that 
specifically let you get the planeswalker out of the deck um like Nyambi faithful healer or uh i don't know most of the other ones are terrible the liliana one that you yeah use. liberating combustion uh liliana's something or other I, essentially they for a while they've made planeswalker decks that have a an instant sorcery or and sometimes creature that lets you tutor up the planeswalker from your graveyard or li- or library um to your hand but for these M19 decks, they actually didn't print a card like that. Instead, they printed cards like this Scala Wolf, which is a 5-drop 3-3 three, three that says when it enters the battlefield, you may look at, or look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a green card from among them and put it into your hand, put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So one of the nice things about this is that as opposed to, like say, if we got in the Teferi Dom, uh, Dominaria deck and tried to build that into a Brawl deck... Nyambi isn't very good because in reality, Teferi will probably be either on the battlefield or in the command zone um, where your brawler goes when it's not on the field. So her tutor ability doesn't really help us. Whereas the Scala Wolf is actually just good in a mono green deck because essentially just lets us draw a card, um, which is pretty good for a green yeah. card. So and yeah. it's defi- you're, unless you get really unlucky and hit five lands, you're going to get a hard to be able to put into your hand and i mean honestly getting five lands is effectively a card draw because you put all five of them on the bottom of your library and you don't have to draw them exactly yeah um but so yeah so uh i'm trying to see if there's anything else i mean we have our old workhouse our workhorse colossal dreadmaw um rex age is in here that's pretty good meteor golem is in here that's actually really good for green which you know declare dominance is pretty good Yep. Um, Colossal Majesty, Sam likes a yes. lot. <laughs> yeah, that card is very good, and it's obviously going to be good in this deck, too. Um, but past that, I don't really see too many other things. Um, so let's start talking about some of the cards. So you were saying we needed to add ramp in order to make it so we can get to our six mana for our uh, brawler, and also, you know, just in typical green fashion, play a lot of stuff. Yeah, so some of the... Um ramp cards we have um for adding are marwin the nurturer who we've talked about before i built a deck solely focused around her but she's a three mana one one that taps for one mana essentially but then once you play um vivian who can pump her with counters marwin starts tapping for even more mana uh we have new horizons which um not only puts a counter on one of your creatures but makes it so your land taps for two mana instead of one then we have Song of Fraley's, which is uh, starts as ramp and then turns into like a mini overrun effect, but even in some ways better because it gives your creatures indestructible for that turn that they attack. Well, so and also it and gives them vigilance. plus one plus one counters, which and is vigilance, right? Yes, which well, I was just saying it's better than overrun in the sense that they, they li- like yeah, they the power keep the pump on them. Yeah, um, there are some other cards that we actually didn't put specifically into the deck, but I put down just as. Um, potentially cards worth running if you're running into ramp issues. Um, Lanowar Elves, obviously, it's both in Dominaria and if you're a masochist, the M19 version is real expensive. Um, and then also Grow from the Ashes from Dominaria is just a really good ramp spell, um, especially in green if we're you know pushing up mana already. Um, and then, of course, I also... One of the other things we didn't mention, actually, um, we're trying to keep the cost on this way down. Like we said, we want to average like 50 cents a card because it sounds like the idea of buying this deck for 12 bucks and then adding like at most like $8 to it means that you paid 
20 bucks for a brawl deck which is really cheap honestly like like if you're building one from scratch you're gonna probably pay more um so uh one of the other things um is we kind of tried to avoid some of the more expensive cards but i also noted growing rates of itlamok is obviously a very good card for a mono green deck you're likely to have a lot of creatures it draws you a card and then when it flips it becomes a guy's cradle so you know a good card um, but it's a little expensive. So yeah, and I think you on Tapped out. You said you have a maybe board. So all yep. of the ideas we talk about in this podcast will be on that or at that link. So feel free to check it out. Yep. Um. So what was the next thing you wanted to talk about? So we there's a lot of creatures in here that are just common bulk that we don't want to be running if we have better options. So some of the um good green beaters that um, we could add to the deck. One of the ones I have is Hungering Hydra, which is a new Hydra from M19. We have Grun the Lonely King, which is one of those uncommon legendaries from Dominaria. Um, We have Waker of the Wilds, which is just a great Mana Sink-like game. We have Untamed Kavu, who is a um, very versatile card. You can either play it for two or five mana. Well... Um, I mean, you Generally, should probably always play it for five. But mana. the nice thing about it in this deck is, if you're if you're kind of strapped for early plays, it oh yeah, isn't going to stay a two-two in late game. It does still have vigilance and trample, but you can start making it bigger. So yeah, I like it in this deck for the versatility. Then we have Verdant Force, which is actually with its reprinting in um, Dominaria is a twenty-five cent card. So you want that in this deck, um, and also in the vein of like big creatures we've also added um thought to add some uh enchantment aura that uh or like mass i guess that's the next thing we're going to talk about so i'll wait but then we also have runic armasaur which is i think the most expensive card we have in our official list but yeah this official list is like it can depending on what cards you have can either like you can swap things in and out depending on what you like but one thing green generally lacks is the card draw so Runic Armorsaur is one of our, um, well, I know you really like it, and I kind of like it too. It's just a really good creature from M19 that lets you draw cards. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. It's the three mana two three or two five. Sorry, that's a dinosaur. Which I mean, if you part of part of one of the things about this deck too is um, we kind of built like like we're saying, a budget version of like a mono green brawl deck that just does the thing green wants to do. Um, but if you wanted to take this in like a mono green dinosaurs direction or a mono green merfolk direction or like, you know, a variety of different directions, you could. And this is just a good card for any of those builds because it has the, whenever an opponent activates an ability of a creature or land that isn't a mana ability, you may draw a card, which you'll remember this is brawl. Brawlers typically are creatures that have activated abilities yeah. that aren't mana abilities. So this happens a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, some other big stuff I had as like, you know, other suggestions. Um, we've mentioned it. Gigantosaurus is the 5-5 five, five for, or sorry, is the ten ten for five mana. Does not have trample, but still really big, really good. It's about two bucks, so that's why it didn't really make this list. Um, Carnage Tyrant, which is obviously very expensive, but it is a six mana, six, six with trample and hexproof that can't be countered, which is always good. Um, Goreclaw, which is actually fairly cheap. I think she's under a buck. That was Um, actually one of the ones I was looking at that I love that um, is really good. 
But yeah, so that kind of plays into ramp as well because it makes your big creatures cost less and also pumps them all when you attack and gives them trample. So she really fits in if you want to go heavy on the, you know, have really big creatures and swing, like swing out to win. Um, And then one other last one that is actually just a common that's very cheap is Talons of Wildwood, which is a two-mana enchantment aura that says enchant creature enchanted creature gets plus one plus one and has trample and you can pay two and a green to return it from your graveyard to your hand so the one thing that people really don't really like that people tend to dislike about auras is that usually people can two for one you they can you know kill your creature that's been enchanted and then you lose two cards and they only paid one card to kill it or you know something like that um since this talons of wildwood recurs itself from the graveyard it can actually be really good value because you can just keep replaying it especially if you keep making big creatures you know using uh vivian's ability or you know just playing another huge creature and it also gives it trample which like we talked about is nice kind of reminds me of a budget rancor it's not as well costed but it kind of is doing the same thing yeah but the nice thing is if this gets countered you can return it to your hand yep um so then, uh, do you want to talk about... So along those same lines, um, uh, we had a couple other enchantment adds to the deck. Um, one of them was Blanchwood Armor. It's cheap. You're in mono green. Your creature's going to get huge. Yep. <laughs> I think in um, that just... If you take Oaken Form out, that's like the yeah. ideal replacement. Yeah, Oaken Form. We we said to cut Oaken Form because it's just the three mana aura that says Enchanted Player or sorry, Enchanted Creature gets plus three plus three. Um, but Blanchwood Armor is a three drop that says Enchanted Creature gets plus one plus one for each forest you control, which is infinitely better. So yeah, this this deck out of the box is only running forests, which you can change if you want. There's some good utility lands like Arch of Araska, um that you can add for some card draw, but. Out of the box, this deck only has four, so that card is really good. Yeah. Um, There's also a couple other... So kind of along the same lines we talked about with Vivian's last ability, the overrun, uh, Song of Freilis does an overrun effect. There's also Hunt the Weak and Strength of the Pack, which are... Or sorry, not Hunt the Weak. Wild Onslaught and Strength of the Pack. Um, Wild Onslaught is the... uh, Domin- or is the Dominaria card that has Kicker that lets you put a plus, plus one plus one counter on each creature you control, and if you kick it, you get two plus one plus one counters. Um, and Strength of the Pack is the Rivals of Ixalan card that costs six mana. <coughs> Sorry, is the card that costs six mana from Rivals of Ixalan that puts two plus one plus one counters on each creature you control. So, yeah, you'll have to excuse the frogs in our throats because where we live right now, it's like really bad air quality so i think we're both kind of feeling it yeah it also could be what we ate for dinner it was a little like spicy not <laughs> yeah, in the, like spicy spice but in the like like indian spice sorry i'm i'm from new mexico when i think spicy i usually think like mexican spicy but um anyway completely unrelated so um, other yeah. mass pumps we have um strength of the pack which is a six mana card that puts two plus one plus one counters on all of your creatures uh there's some removal spells in hunt the weak and slice and twain uh and then one last card i put on this list because i just think it's kind of filling a hole that green um generally has a mono green deck you don't really have graveyard graveyard interaction or recursion for your creatures so once they die they're dead forever 
But if you add fungal plots, you can start turning those um, creatures in your graveyard into sapperlings that you can then sack for card draw later, which is nice. And then this card also works really well with Verdant Force. Yeah. Um, there's also another card we didn't mention um, is oh, Path of Discovery, which yes. we've talked about before as well. It's the four mana enchantment from Rivals of Ixalan that says whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it explores. Um, it's less than a dollar, which surprised me because that card is really good, especially if um, you you want to build a big board. Um, it also you know draws you lands because um, that's the thing. It's, it's either drawing you a land or putting up a plus one plus one counter on a creature you control, and both of those things are good for this deck. So yeah, um, and just so our total editions, like our official editions, add up to around seven forty dollars USD, um, which in total makes buying the Planeswalker deck and adding these cards about twenty two forty. So it's a pretty good deal. And yeah. in that price range, we're kind of we are 